Hey, up here, Astro Boy. If you think you can take our top prize spot, you're wrong. Dead wrong. Help me get out of here. Oh, I'll help you. With my foot. Wow! Yeah! How you like that, cheetah? Oh, oh, to infinity and my foot! Boom! <laughs> In the vacuum of space, they cannot hear you scream! Hello everyone and welcome back to our channel over here at Broke Boy Media and today we are going to be reviewing Toy Story 4. My name is Christian and I have Devin with me here as always. How are you doing today, buddy? Doing pretty good. How about you? I'm doing pretty good myself, man. It's just, it's been so hot here this weekend. Last night there was like this terrible, terrible tornado warning and thunderstorm warning in our area and I woke up the next day and a bunch of branches that just like falling off trees and whatnot and i felt like like a, a mini hurricane came through to be completely honest and i was like Boy. oh wow yeah there was this one air airbnb like a few houses down from me that those huge trees just like fell on top of this car i felt super bad but other than that i mean today it's it's pride day down in nashville well their pride parade is going on right now i think yeah it still should be going but other than that, man, it's been pretty good. Just uh, chilling, you know. It's the weekend, so got to see two Toy Tastic movies this week. Yeah, we saw we saw two movies that are both very similar, but also very not similar. It's kind yeah. of weird. <laughs> I was like, oh, Andy and this Andy's toys. I was like, hmm, I feel like they did this on purpose. So yeah, they definitely bit... named them Andy and Child's Play on purpose. <laughs> Like, what's your name? Han Solo. Chucky. What? <laughs> but yeah, as we uh, said earlier, we will be reviewing Toy Story 4 uh, for this um, review. And just for to let you guys know, you can also listen to us on Spotify and iTunes. Devin, we made it. We're on there. It's all, it's yeah. all, it's all up there. It's, it's the big time. The big time. Yeah, for all you audio listeners, you can listen to us on those two respective platforms, Spotify and iTunes. And we are also on YouTube and Podbean for you Podbeaners out there. Um, I came out wrong, but <laughs> oh God. you Podbean listeners. There we go. Um, yeah, you, you knew what I meant. So anyway, let's, uh, let's read the synopsis here really quick and get on with the non-spoiler section. And then we'll head over to the spoiler section and we'll let you guys know when that is so the synopsis for toy story 4 which i kind of viewed myself as a perfect epilogue uh to the toy story trilogy is when a new toy called forky joins woody and the gang a road trip alongside all the new friends reveals how much the world how big wow how big the world can be for a toy dress directed by josh cooley and we all know the actors, you know, coming in from the previous Toy Story, but we have we have some new faces. We got we got Keanu Reeves as Duke yeah, Nukem. The Keanu sense is strong. <laughs> and we also have uh uh Key and Peel playing as the uh the, the two plush plush toys, the the rabbit and the uh Ducky, the Ducky, Ducky and Bunny. Ducky and Bunny. Ducky <laughs> They're making another Toy Story. What? <laughs> yeah so th those are just a few to uh you know na name a few from the uh the new oh and also christina Hendricks as gabby gabby so um yeah my gosh i'm so sorry i'm just like zoning out today what were your initial thoughts about toy story 4 when they first announced it Devin? 
I, I was kind of on the same page as a lot of other people. I was just like, uh, I'm a little worried about this. Toy Story 3 had a perfect ending. And it's just people were kind of worried because it's a beloved franchise. And if it's not like perfect like the other ones, it could have been a little annoying to end it like that. Definitely ended up being happy with the result here, despite the worries. Yeah, I, I knew there was a lot of worries going into this movie. And I was, I was kind of confused as to um, as to why that is. I don't know why, but I mean, I was all I was on board for it. On board for it. I cannot talk today. I was on board for it since day one. Um, I didn't really know much about the story. I didn't really want to dig too deep and accidentally run into any spoilers. But um, overall, like with the only thing that kind of concerned me was Forky. I wasn't sure how much he was going to grow on me, but he he ended up, I ended up liking him a lot. At first I was like, how are they going to play off of this? I was more curious than anything. wasn't really worried. But um, I was, yeah. yeah, I was, I was pretty curious about the type of story they were going to tell. And then, yeah, I never really had any doubts, but still curious, you know? Yeah, I understand the doubts people had just because I think there's a lot of downside if the story and movie aren't as good as the other ones. Just because, like I said, three seemed like the perfect ending at the time. Yeah, because everyone was wondering, they're like, oh, you know, like, I mean, Disney's made some stinkers in the years, like, we, we all know that, but, like, Toy Story has just, you know, gotten, has has never had a bad review, neither has this one, it's been sitting at, well, it was at 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, now it's sitting at a 98, I believe, which is still mind-boggling, and, you know, I, I don't think they made this for, you know, nostalgic cash grab sake, but I feel like there was a story to tell, and they told it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but um, did you just want to get into spoilers? I know I said I know I said we're gonna do a non-spoiler section, but <laughs> uh, one thing I'll say that's non-spoilery is that all the new characters they added really helped the story and were really well placed. I think and really helped grow the grow the story and the plot. Yeah, I was gonna say like majority of Andy's like old toys kind of took a back seat this time around, which was kind of nice. Um. I wish we would have seen a little bit more interaction, but this this main story was overall it, it was a story between or about the celebrate. It was to me at least it was about the celebration between the friendship of uh, Woody and Buzz. Overall, that's probably like the best way that I can explain it to someone without going to like super detail. But it mainly focuses on Woody, Buzz, um, I guess Gabby, Gabby um forky and uh bo peep so but yeah um let's let's just head into spoilers i guess and we'll we'll uh you know from here on out this is spoiler section so you have been warned all right we're into the spoiler section so duke kaboom <laughs> duke kaboom who's the canuck with all the luck i am <laughs> i i really really liked his character keanu's character it was perfect. Uh, yeah, it really was. Like I, I, I loved his, but I think Key and Peels were just like even better somehow. Even better. Yeah. Hilarious well, the whole time. Well, yeah, I mean they, they play off each other so well that it's like and like literally both of their characters were like attached to the hip. I mean to the paw slash feather, uh wing. Paw yeah. and wing, I guess you could say. Ducky and bunny, sure. Um 
I, I really did like how Duke Kaboom had his <laughs> his backstory was like the best. <laughs> yeah, what was what was his kid's name? It was like something French, something Jacques. I can't really remember, but I love it how he was actually a Canadian stunt. He, he was he was kind of like evil Knievel, but yeah, know, like the the Canadian version of that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is this is great. But um, yeah, I really liked how um, to me. Uh, really quick with Gabby Gabby. I, I thought she was honestly like the perfect like quote unquote villain in a way. It made you feel really sympathetic towards her because you you know, she just wanted to be played with in general, you know, to have a an owner, um, if you will. But um her I felt very sympathetic towards her. Um she had a simple but moving uh, character arc in my opinion. But I, I ended up liking her. At first I was like, yeah, I really don't like her all that well but i'm like well maybe they don't want me to like her for a certain reason and then i mean i mean it, it was kind of um predictable towards the end when um you know she finally gets woody's uh voice box and that one what was her name oh my god janet was it or i i forgot she she came with like a book in general and there was like a girl's name within the book who shared the same name as someone else from the harmony harmony i think it was yeah who um her grandmother owned owned the store and she you know finally took notice of gabby gabby after she like pulled her string and her grandma's like you can take it if you want and she's like nah (laughs) just throws it in the crate (laughs) i was like oh rejected and then i felt so bad at the same time I was like, oh, wait, no, she's going to get rejected. I'm like, well, maybe she'll become one of Bonnie's new toys. I'm like, no, Bonnie's got enough toys. This is like a lot of things I was thinking in my head while watching the movie. (laughs) I'm like, how many many toys does one kid need? Yeah, that's a lot of toys. (laughs) That is a lot of toys. I was like, there's no way they all end up being her toys. And a a very wide variety, too. Usually you have like... (laughs) the theme going this is just all over the place well yeah i mean half of them or a majority of them i would say you know coming from andy he was kind of all over the place with you know a cowboy and a space ranger it was like totally two total total blah, 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 polar opposites of each other but yeah i i felt bad for gabby gabby and then i i felt a little uh i was like you go gabby when she uh finds the girl towards the end who was lost from her parents and she's like are you lost too? I was like, oh, well, that's nice. And she finally finds a police officer. And well, thank God she finally actually talked to someone. Yeah, I didn't have the the same type of like the swing on um Gabby Gabby that you did. I think she was still kind of like bad. She did almost rip rip Woody's voice box out of him without his consent. So. <laughs> consent, <laughs> wasn't great. consent. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That, that and she was creepy. Like, and she she just got away with it and without any repercussions. Yeah, wasn't great. that is very true. Like, not gonna lie, I did feel like a little bit of like an Annabelle like vibe there for a second. Oh yeah, definitely those du- those dummy things. Yeah, like, <laughs> a million of them running around like, and they just weirdly running around. <laughs> it's like they were just running around skipping leg day, but like, yeah, <laughs> had no like independence whatsoever. I was like, this place is creepy as creepy as heck, man. I just I just couldn't do it. Weird. There were a couple of jump scares for for a kids movie. Kind yeah, of. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, especially when um, oh my gosh, they're I think they're they're going back towards the carousel. I think it was like Woody, Bo Peep, and uh, Ducky and Bunny, and a few and Duke Boom, and um, there there's like the baby carriage with one of 
with one of Gabby Gabby's um her henchmen or whatever inside of it, and the lady thought there was like an actual baby in there. She flips it over and freaks the heck out. Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> I kind of felt that face. <laughs> I felt that way. Like when I watched, I think it was like Twilight. Like I think it was like the third movie part, like one or two. I can't remember. It was on TV one day, and the the baby that um not Kristen Dunst, uh, Kristen Stewart has. It's it's completely computer generated. It looks so freaky. It's like really, really unnatural. And I felt that way when I saw that doll inside of the baby carriage. I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, thank God they don't make dolls like that anymore. They're just so weird. But with like very, anim- very creative henchmen though. Yeah, very, very creative henchmen. Yeah, you know, they're kind of just mindless zombies, but you know, you kinda have to give Gabby Gabby something. I don't know. Who, who who were like your favorite additions to the uh, the group? Was it Duke Boom, Forky, uh, Keen Peel's characters, Ducky Bunny? It, it was Ducky and Bunny. Everything they said was just like so funny. Plus, I, I love yes, I love all the scenarios that go over his plans and the mission. They kept doing the same thing over and over. The one that kept drawing out when like she gets home, brushes her teeth and everything. And the boss is like, so "What?" He's like, he's like, he's like, that's a, he's like, that's not gonna work. He's like, wait for it. You're ruining it. And then they like tower over her. <laughs> and then it just cuts to the back of her house, and you hear her scream. <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> It was so great. Like, um, I would have been super curious if, like, they actually did that just to see what would happen because no one still knows, you know, like, these toys, you know, come to life when no one's around. And that would have been really interesting to see if, like, if she really, like, would have actually reacted instead of just having, like, a scenario where they're like, hey, you know what? We haven't really had a scenario to where, you know, we have two, like, inanimate objects, like, actually interacting with like one of the humans in the world but yeah <laughs> that was great oh wow oh my gosh siri that don't be creepy. creepy siri seriously man especially after seeing chucky i'm like uh, yeah. uh, uh, anyway um but yeah honestly overall i think i enjoy this more i think i jo- enjoyed this as much as toy story 3 just because like like i said earlier i feel like it was a perfect epilogue to the series and you know, it kind of dealt with Woody not letting go, and they kind of cut back to the very beginning of the movie where, you know, Bo Peep gets sold away, and Andy's sister, I forgot her name, uh, Molly, was it? I think? I don't know. But I, I really like that um that sequence where, like, oh, you know, let's give you a little bit of backstory as to what happened to Bo Peep and where she is now, and I kind of liked her as, like, a rogue toy, you know, going out on her own and like the entire yeah, world was, is like her playground. She was kind of like uh, Uma Thurman and um, Matt, the chick from Mad Max. Do you remember? Oh yeah, 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 yeah! Oh my gosh, it's been so long since I've seen Matt Max. She was kind of like that, just like a, a rogue badass, just just going around yeah. doing whatever she wants. And that wants. small little tiny cop she had with her, <laughs> I forgot her name. She was like, she's like reporting for duty. She was like coming down. <laughs> She'd like comes down within her own little like house <laughs> and like pops onto her shoulder i thought that was so funny i love that they're driving around in a, a skunk 
RC car thing. <laughs> like, why is it a skunk? <laughs> all the grown-ups and all the uh, adults just start freaking out. He's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that works. <laughs> yeah, that works. <laughs> but yeah, it it really was um, for me, especially. It was it was a pleasant reminder of how important toys are to kids growing up, even if they are just like temporary distractions. Imagination is important, and uh, you really kind of felt that when when um bonnie made forky overall and you know how she it was her first day of kindergarten or preschool kindergarten i think it was and kindergarten yeah she wasn't making any friends and i was like all right at least go over well she she tried to make friends but everyone was just being a dick to her but i think that was that was one of the most emotional parts of the movie to me yeah she was just like crying on on her own table alone it's like oh yeah i i definitely felt felt the uh, the feels there for a second i really did like how as annoying as woody can be as we all know he's very uptight and very clenched with a lot of things i was watching an interview that um oh my gosh tom hanks was talking about you know woody how he's always so uptight and wound up and he's you know everything has to be a certain way in order for it to be perfect and i i really did like the loyalty that he showed bonnie even though you know he you know he still has loyalty towards andy who, you know, is off to college and they don't know what that is really unless they watch TV. Um, you know, he reminds me a lot of Captain America. Yeah, yeah, he really does. I mean, he's just always just trying to do the right thing. He And he, he had a want... very similar ending to Captain America's Endgame ending too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they both go off into the sunset and do their thing. Separate yeah. from, from what their life used to be. I really do agree that um, Woody is just like Captain America. He's always trying to do the right thing. He doesn't trade lives. Um, he's always, you know, leave no toys behind and whatnot. And honestly, I, I would say, well, <laughs> I wouldn't, I don't know if I would say Buzz is like uh, Iron Man in a way. Yeah, I was trying to think of the comparison there, but it doesn't really it, work. Yeah. In, in this movie, at least, Buzz was a giant dumbass for the most part. <laughs> he really was, but like his inner voice was like the best part. <laughs> that, that, that was very funny. That was really clever how they did that. It just, it just kept working over and over again. He was like, he's like, what? He's like, yeah, like I have this voice inside my head. He's like, what is this voice? <laughs> and he's like, my my conscience. <laughs> but he's like, whoa. <laughs> Buzz is just like all over the place in this movie. But yeah, I really did enjoy him in this movie. And I mean, I I kind of wish um, Jesse would have had a little bit more to do. But um, the 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 rest of the gang in general, you know, even though they, like I said, they do take a back seat. They're they're very funny when they are on screen. When they're um, when what is it? The the plush unicorns trying to get the dad to go to jail. I think that might have been the funniest part. <laughs> what, what was the what was the unicorn's name? I don't even know. I can't remember the unicorn's name. I I would definitely I, I would definitely have to go back and watch this movie again. That was so sure. funny though. Because like the dad's that dad's definitely getting arrested. <laughs> Did they? <laughs> they just like literally completely dismantled the RV. Jesse puts like a. <laughs> a nail inside of one of the tires and she's like they're not going anywhere for a while if you get my point <laughs> i was mm-hmm. like ah that's a knee slapper <laughs> but honestly like overall i would say that i think it was a perfect ending um i don't think this property should be touched on for a very very long time unless they wanted to do like a disney plus type of streaming show series with you know now that 
um, Woody has now become a rogue toy. I guess that's just what we're calling them in general. Um, or, you know, an ownless toy with Bo Peep and uh, Ducky and Bunny and uh, Duke Boom and the rest of them. I kind of like it how, you know, they, they stayed with the circus to help other um, <laughs> other uh, toys essentially <laughs> get adopted. It was like their own yeah. adoption. <laughs> Even though every single kid kept missing the targets <laughs> on that one game, and they're like, "Oh, congratulations! You win this. You win this." And then the uh, the guy who was like running the whole thing, he's literally just sitting there listening to his music because like he doesn't have to do anything really. And like a lot of those games are kind of like hard and somewhat rigged, so they're like, "Oh, you know, they're they're not gonna get you know win any of these toys." And then like towards the end, he looks up at the board and he's like, "Whoa." <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool, but yeah, I like how they showed kind of their their little game plan at the end there, their adventures going forward. Yeah, man, I I really like I I'm I'm really glad they told the story because it really did tar- tug at the heartstrings there, um, for a little bit, and especially just with um, you know, when we I mean we saw Andy, you know, within the first three Toy Stories. And you know how he grows up and everything like that, but it's it's different with a girl and like from a girl's perspective when it comes to making friends and you know the types of games that she plays and Woody wasn't really getting played with all that much anymore, and you know he just he he felt I guess left out in a way or he needed to be in control the entire time and I kind of like how you know Bo Peep you know she um how he he looks for Bo Peep inside of the. Uh, inside of the antique store because he sees like the carousel type uh lamp shade that she was on and you know he was he was just very it was sad in a way because like woody doesn't really know how to let go of the past and i think he finally did as soon as he decided not to you know return to bonnie but i like how he explained to borky that you know how important bonnie is to, uh, how important she uh, he is to her you know with just making him because she didn't have a friend in class so she made her own and then later on after the credits she made another <laughs> yeah knifey i don't know i don't know what her name she's like trash no you're not trash we're you're you're a toy and he's like how was i made and he's like i don't know <laughs> <laughs> He was like so starstruck. I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I guess they're perfect for each other. Yeah, nice little romance at the end there. <laughs> and I'm glad they did it. Like, and you know, like towards like a little like post credit scene, not like, oh, you know, now we're gonna have Forky, you know, make another one where you know she makes an- another you know companion for Forky and blah 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 blah. But yeah, sorry to get back to my point. Um, yeah, I really did like the fact that um how would he explain how important Forky is to Bonnie and you know he kept he was so addicted to trash <laughs> the entire time the entire yeah. <laughs> the entire it's, it's, it's warm and, and <laughs> cozy and cozy he was like it's warm he's like yeah I guess but like <laughs> when they couldn't find Forky and then Buzz puts a spoon in Bonnie's hand while she's sleeping <laughs> <laughs> safer than a fork safer than a fork and pretty much the same thing like, <laughs> i thought that was so funny but yeah it was and like i kind of felt bad for woody though because like bonnie didn't really seem to like notice him all that much like 
Yeah, even... so that's what made the the ending work out well because he realized he's not needed particularly with Bonnie. Yeah, he's, they said that how many weeks has it been since he's been played with, and you know he kind of just felt useless. I wouldn't say unappreciated, but kind of just needing a little bit more, like a purpose within his toy life. If toys lives ever end, unless you're a plush toy, <laughs> there's so much. Fluff. Oh, that's what we look like on the inside, <laughs> dude. They they killed it, especially like after they went through all of, like the renditions of like the plush rush, and then they're like, "How are we gonna get this key?" And then she just sits it, just it down, later just sits it down part. on their shelf. Yeah, <laughs> they were like, "How hard was it?" He was like, "It was hard, very hard." <laughs> but yeah, man, I I really I just enjoyed it. I I always enjoyed Toy Story. It's it was a big part of my life growing up and like i said you know it's 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 perfect i i thought it was a perfect it, it's so rare for a movie series to to all be this good like it really is they're all consistently good it's looking like john wick is going to do the same thing yeah because yeah it is it's very i remember i brought that up with john wick and we couldn't think of anything but toy story is definitely one of them yeah, yeah, Tor Story is definitely one of them. I, I really can't think of any. If, if there's anyone listening, you know, uh, to this recording, um, <laughs> let us know um, any like trilogies or just, you know, franchises that you feel that each movie has gotten better with every single installment. So far, we've only thought of two, which is Toy Story and John Wick. I'm sure there's others out there where just, you know, having a blank moment right now so i'm not i'm not sure if it's gotten better with every installment i think i might like toy story 3 better just because the the emotional parts were a little more throughout and the um plot definitely led to more more tears for me in toy story 3 yeah because they they kind of put him you know in different situations where i mean i i really enjoyed toy story 2 that was probably my favorite one i mean like i mean i like the original don't get me wrong don't get me wrong but um yeah i i really and toy story toy story 2 is definitely my favorite um but like i like how in toy story 3 they're like oh you know what happens like you know there's toys and ki- you know inside kids bedrooms but what about the toys that are inside of like a daycare or you know and then the ones that kind of get thrown away and it, it shows how these toys can kind of easily get corrupted but they're all looking for the same thing it's kind of like what gabby gabby was saying when um she was like, you know, uh, when she was talking to Woody and she's like, can we both agree on something? And she said, can we both agree that, you know, always be being there for your kid, no matter what, is like one of the most noblest things a toy can do. And that's that, that's literally Woody's character. He's 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 a sheriff. He's he's not he's never going to give up, never going to let you down or desert you. I like how they got um got the song out of the way right right at the beginning. We're not out of the way, but played it at the beginning. Yeah, see, I'm trying because I, I guess they like they bought not bought the rights, but bought the rights to use it within the movie itself. Because I can't remember who sings that song. I used to know, but I'm drawing a blank right now. If anyone else knows out there, um, leave a comment. You know, wherever you're listening this on or YouTube and whatnot, and let us know because I can't figure it out for the life of me whatsoever. But I did enjoy Dukeboom's final his 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 gracious uh jump 
eyes closed. <laughs> he was like, I'm ready to go. We're going to do this right now. And he was like, wait, what? <laughs> eyes closed. And like, it was kind of like an E.T. moment when he's like crossing over the moon. I was like, oh, my gosh. They literally thought of everything in this movie. I thought it was great. Yeah, we also got to talk about how good the movie looked. Like, yeah, it oh looks fantastic, God. dude. Like, both when, whenever there general. was like, set, whenever there was like set pieces or like images of the city, it looked like real a real city and like real cars and stuff. I was like, oh my god, it's like not even a cartoon at this point. It looks so good. Yeah, like especially during the beginning when they're trying to get uh, RC out of the uh, the rain gutter, like that rain just looked so. I was like, what am I watching right now? And of course, we went to go see it in Dolby in in the yes. Dolby Cinema. I'm never going back to another IMAX viewing ever unless unless the movie is completely shot in IMAX, like Avengers Endgame, I'll go. But other than that, I'm staying away from IMAX. It's just the seats, they they hurt my butt, man. They're they're just they're not comfortable. They're not as comfortable as Dolby seats, and that's that's where the magic shines. And 4K or just Dolby Vision and uh Dolby Atmos, the sound quality is just so much better. But uh, was there anything else you wanted to uh, cover before we uh, close out here? What did you think of the ending? The the Woody and Buzz little sad goodbye. I, I teared up, man, because it was, I mean, it, it was all so sudden. Like, they didn't draw it out or anything like that, which I really liked. They're like, oh, you know, is Buddy going to leave? I mean, is Woody going to stay? I keep, I keep on combining Buddy, Woody, or actually, <laughs> no. I'm thinking, wow. that Okay, so this Buzz and this Woody. For whatever reason, I'm combining them together as Buddy. But also, Buddy is a part of Child's Play. And that's supposed to be our next review. And I'm like, thinking of two different movies at the same time. And I'm like, oh, this is crazy. So I apologize for calling, for shipping Woody and Buzz together as Buddy. But... But yeah, uh, to answer your question, I um, I, I teared up a bit because, like I said, you know, they didn't draw it out. It wasn't like, oh, you know, well, would he stay? Will he go? Like for a hot second, it was. But when she, when Buzz looks at him, he's like, she'll be okay. And I'm like, I'm like, I feel like he's talking about Bonnie. He's not talking about yeah. Bo Peep. And then he's like, Bonnie will be okay. And he's like, oh, are you sure? Because it's it's part of Woody's character. He's just so. He, he, he wants to make sure no matter, you know, what child he's with, that, that they're loved and cared for and that they're happy. And, you know, he doesn't like to see them down, um, even though within what Inside Out with that movie in general, it kind of shows how it is important to have different emotions because those emotions lead to happier moments. You know, you can be feeling sad at one moment and then your entire mood and your entire day can turn around from you know, a great, um, a kind act from someone else. And I feel like that kind of tra- um, transcribes into this when it comes to Woody making sure that, you know, his, whoever he is with uh, their owners are always taken care of and never sad or uh, felt alone that they always have their, at least their toys to depend on. But yeah, it was, it was, it was very sad, man. I, I just, you know, cause it's, it's, it's Buzz and Woody. There we go. I didn't say it. Yes. <laughs> it's Buddy, <laughs> but you know it's it's Buzz and Woody, and yeah, you know, I mean, even though yeah, Buzz was a little downplayed in this movie, he was still very very funny. Like every single time he was on screen, I was like, oh boy, what's he gonna do now? But um, yeah, it was it was sad. I'm kind of glad they didn't make Bo Peep and Woody like kiss because that would have been like a little yeah, weird. I'm like they're toys, but you know they had a very very 
caring and meaningful hug towards the end. But I, I, I was, I was, I was feeling myself, man. Tears were starting to come out a little bit, and I was like, "This is perfect." And like, I, I can't see them making another one, especially after this one. And you know, with uh, Tom Hanks and um, oh my gosh, Tim Allen. Wow, I'm really blanking on names right now. Um, you know, they, they even said towards you know while they were uh, recording for this, how, how sad and you know it was, it was a very emotional time for them because they're they're essentially saying goodbye to these characters that they play with for they they played you know for so long and yeah what about you i really like the ending um i think the um just the hug they had between each other buzz and woody that just portrayed so much emotion like you're watching two toys hug each other and it's like whoa (laughs) like the shit feels emotional right but it was just like really perfectly ending Chucky had those uh (laughs) Humans feeling emotional. <laughs> yeah, some kind of different emotion. <laughs> different emotion, different <laughs> different review. Yeah, I just had to throw that in there. I thought it was funny, but <laughs> yeah, man, it really was. Um, yeah, it was, it's a great celebration of Woody and Buzz's friendship overall. But so, score time. Yeah, I think score time. Score time. All right, what would you give this out of one hundred? Um, I'm thinking about eighty nine. Just like. Right, right up there, almost ninety. I kind of wish there was more buzz throughout the movie, and that he wasn't just yeah. dumb the entire movie. But <laughs> it was just so funny. I, he was like so fascinated by this voice inside of what he said, and he's like, "Do I have a voice?" <laughs> the entire time. But yeah, it was great. Um, let's see, my score, my score. I would have to give this a 95 because there's always room for error 95 out of 100 you know there's always room for that um mainly for me i um i wish i mean i wish you know the additional gang would have helped out a little bit more but it did yeah they were kind of just waiting around in the rv not doing much yeah they did they did help like make it malfunction <laughs> a lot <laughs> Try the the triceratops becoming the the gps voice oh it's your left <laughs> it's like are you sure yes i said turn left <laughs> that was great that was really great i wish i would have seen uh, rex freak out a little bit more because like in previous movies he's like always just been one of those funny guys and you know i i wish and the reason why i go 95 out of 100 also i wish we would have saw a little bit more banter between mr and mrs potato head that would have been nice to see yeah they were they were really barely in it yeah i was i was kind of waiting for that to you know happen but i guess it just i guess it just didn't but that's okay it's nothing but yeah the, the new the new characters coming in definitely helped supplement that yeah they were also good <laughs> Especially towards the end with um, Tucky and Bunny when um, they, they grow to like this laser, laser, laser eyes. eyes and fire breath. <laughs> Duke, what was it? Duke and Boom, he was like, do you really have laser eyes, Bunny? He's like, y- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so random, dude. I was not expecting that at all. I'm like, what is happening right now? I was like, they're turning into freaking kaiju monsters. <laughs> Oh man, great, great time! I'll definitely have to go back and see this again because I—I mean, it's Toy Story, and I—I I enjoyed that much, to where, you know, it's definitely worth the second viewing for me at least. Um, but yeah, so if there's nothing else, just wanted to say thank you, Devin, uh, for always coming on. 
And I do have one more thing. Oh, oh. I just think, I think I saw an article somewhere saying that the director, his name is Josh Cooley, that he started off as a Pixar intern. I just thought that was really cool. Oh. Starts off as an intern, made his way up to directing a Toy Story movie. Like, that's pretty pretty epic journey there. Started from the bottom, and now he is here. Yeah. Yeah. Directed a great movie. Apparently, Disney was like, Hoping to get more out of like the box office opening, I forgot how much it made like fourteen point five like billion maybe. I can't really remember. I don't. I guess they were just project, projecting more, more numbers for this. I mean, it is Toy Story, you know. When and especially when when there is a new Pixar movie that comes out, a new Disney Pixar movie that comes out, it normally does extremely extremely well. But the weekend is not over yet. So it's only Saturday, and I just saw this Thursday, and you saw it yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. So there's plenty of time. But there's also plenty of time for the Avengers to beat Avatar. They're coming back next out weekend. to theaters next weekend. Very, very excited. I will. I mean, I, it's only, you know, post-credit and a few other few surprises and a tribute to Stan Lee. But I will gladly go see that movie again just to – for a few more of those extra scenes and to get me more pumped up for Spider-Man Far From Home because I oh, can't wait. Yeah. Even though, you know, Endgame is supposed to be like the end of Thanos phase three doesn't end until Spider-Man Far From Home. And honestly, if you really think about it, when you have Civil War, um, Spider-Man Homecoming, Infinity War, Endgame and Far From Home all Meshed together very, very neatly. And I'll throw Thor Ragnarok in there as well. Because that's very important as to, you know, what Thor and Hulk were doing during the times of events of Civil War. But, like, those, like, five, six movies are very, very important. Especially when Infinity War, Endgame, and then Far From Home happening, like, immediately after Endgame. It's a very crucial part to ending Phase 3. But it's it's essentially the, the epilogue of Phase 3, in a way. So there's gonna, there's gonna be a lot of twists and turns. So definitely gonna see that the Tuesday comes out. I'm yeah, coming out on the Tuesday, man. I thought that was very, very interesting. I don't know, but nonetheless, I will go see it for sure. I already have my ticket. I'm sure you do too. I'm pretty sure yep. you do. But yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for coming on, Devin. And um, as always, for everyone listening at home, you can listen to us on Spot Spotify itunes podbean and youtube as well so follow us on any of those platforms because we just want to reach out to you guys and i just figured you know instead of people spend more well i feel i figure people spend more time you know listening to podcasts versus you know going on youtube and watching um something but we still have our youtube up for those uh for our lovely subscribers over there our lovely 58 subscribers over there a small channel but a proud one um but yeah. yeah so um we'll see you guys in the next one don't forget to follow us on twitter at broke boy media that's broke underscore boy spelled b-o-i underscore media that's like the best way to get in contact with us or just to interact with us overall and uh we'll see you guys in the next one when we uh review chucky and i think harlan will be joining us on that one um it's gonna be a few days because i know he's been a busy busy man but we will see you guys in the next one peace